Hello and welcome to our round two review on the Dr. Supercoach podcast. I'm Jordan and I'm joined this week by Giri. Um, hey guys. Yeah, uh, tell us a bit how your team went, mate. Um, compared to my round one, which was an absolute debacle, um, I did really well this week. I scored 2,266. Massive. Yes, um, I'm pretty happy with that. Uh, and now I'm ranked... Uh, Big jump, jeez. Uh, yeah, big jump of uh, 51,550. So I've oh. jumped 25% of the competition to get where I am now. Do that in a couple more weeks and you'll be number one, mate. Yeah, oh, I'd be pretty happy with that. Um, started really <laughs> well on Friday night. Um, I took Dustin Martin's 134 as my vice captain. Um, and it was, uh, you know, I was it was backed up by good performances from Rory Laird, Gary Ablett, Nat Fife coming back after his shocking round one. Um, and then, you know, with that, however, we had some bad scores. Uh, Tom Rockliffe and uh, Daniel Rich. Oh, the Brisbane boys killed us. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, more on that later. Um, however, I think I did say um, if Daniel Rich had another, you know, shocking performance, I will be pulling out my hair. <laughs> I did catch that from last week. You'd pull yeah. all your hair out. Yep, and uh, just an update for the community, um, I am halfway bald. Half bald. All right, cool. Yeah. Um, how'd you go, Jordan, this week? Um, I did oh, decently, I'd say. I scored uh, just over, almost on 2,200. Um, yeah, a good effort considering how the Brisbane guys went. I mean, Shaw was a big disappointment for me. Yeah. Um, twenty-one eighty-four was my final score. Um, I was ranked sixteen thousandth after last week, and I've jumped yep. five thousand to eleven thousand this week. Yep, that's solid. Pretty good start for the season. I'm, I'm pretty happy with that. I did manage to get Marcus Adams on the field. I yep. know a few people missed that one. Um. Add Gaz as the captain, which was very, very, um, yeah, very good considering how Dangerfield and a couple of the other reliable picks went. Um, yeah, I did cop Rockcliffe as well. Um, yeah. yeah, very disappointing with him. Um, but yeah, Liberatore stood up, Fife stood up, uh, Dusty, Daniel Wells, um, Aaron yeah. Hall continues to scorch everyone. Um, yeah, and the rookies like Carriage and. Um, uh, mentioned Adams, they're just killing it, so, yeah. um, yeah, team's looking really good at the moment, I'm gonna have to squeeze in Ben Kennedy this week for sure, though. Yeah, yeah, he was, yeah, he helped my team out a lot this week, I finally put him on the field, um, that's handy. Yeah, big 105. Yeah. I did miss Papley this week, though, how'd you go with that one? Uh, Papley, I put him into my team, but, uh, I had the same problem with as I did with Ben Kennedy last week. He was uh, 109, was just sitting on my bench while <laughs> um, I had uh, Connor Menadieu and Michael Barlow stinking up my field. Yeah, Menadieu only 60s. pulled out a 63 and Barlow a yeah. 60. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, On to the next team, uh, the community team. Yeah. Um, scored 2,117, ranked 25,993 now. Um, Admittedly, we had a, a massive hiccup, we'll say. Um, 
and yeah. a former admin of the page has decided to jump on using the details from the um from the team and they've uh, they've chucked the big captain on Jade Gresham. Um oh, nasty. We uh we all know how his week went. Um luckily Paddy Dangerfield didn't outscore him by too much, but yeah. it's obviously a massive blip and uh just very disappointing. Um We've been able to change the password since, and hopefully we'll just move on from that little blip. Um, yeah. Well. After that, though, I mean, Joe Hannison had another blinder. Um, the team overall had a good week, considering. Um, yeah, yeah. We there's just not a whole lot we can say about the debacle, Geary. Yeah. Um, I guess on behalf of Dr. Supercoach, will we have to? give the community a big apology. Um, yep. I mean, this is your team, and I think we have to take a big responsibility. If, you know, we'll take responsibility for this mishap because uh, what happens with the team is based off your decisions, and yeah. um, I think, you know, we'll try to, you know, whoever's taking care of the community team, um, we'll hope that, you know, they look carefully before each individual lockout and hopefully all the emergencies and captains and loopholes are in order. Yeah, it's it's very disappointing. I mean, someone that we, we trusted on the page and they've um they've let the community down for sure. Um yeah, I don't I don't really want to rag on about it because it's done but um yeah, yeah. just just very disappointing. We've got to move on. Um well moving on to some good news, the highest scores for the round um in the uh in the brown and gold, Josh Gibson, 191. Um, did you catch the game? Did you catch the performance, Yes, I, I did watch that game. And oh, 17 disposals in the first half. I think... Oh, first quarter. It was, it was brilliant. I think he ended up with 44 in the end. Yep. And booted yeah. the goals. Well, it was, yeah, an amazing performance against West Coast who... Did I hear correctly? Did they lose by the same margin this week as they did in the grand final? I think they did. <laughs> oh gosh, it really was a grand final replay, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Um, Hawthorne were all over them. Cyril was fantastic. Um, there's not much else to be said, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, I mean, if you if you had Gibbo captain, well done. I doubt anyone did. I uh, did. Oh, yeah. Um, no, I don't think... Do we rush him into our teams? 191 is no. a big score, but. He's not going to do that too often. I mean, if you started with him, it's a good pick, but... Very good and, pick. But, you know, I don't wouldn't rush him into my team at all. I mean, he's, yeah, um, he's not a bad pick. Um, he's... I reckon he'll be in the top 10, top 15, at least. Yep. The defenders for the year. Well, we know where his ceiling is. I mean, it's not quite at 191. That was a... Yeah. Yeah. Um, definitely a a score out of the box. Um, but yeah. he can go off for those one thirties, and you'll get them every now and then. Yeah. Unfortunately, he can also fall into that lockdown role. So um, I wouldn't rush him into your team. But if you've got yeah. him, then a big pat on the back for you. Um, the next one's a big Nat Five, one hundred and fifty-seven. Um, yeah, I know uh, quite a few people who picked him as captain. Very risky considering he's he's round one, but very um. I know. Kudos he's, to you. Yeah, he's a genuine. He's a genuine superstar of the game. Yeah. Um, if you traded I, him out round one, you would be. Oh, 
You'd be kicking yourself. You'd, you'd be think, looking to 2017. Yeah. Um, lessons learned, though. Like, you know, stick to your premiums. I think this yep. is a prime example of it. Yep. Um, um, yeah. Well, what more can be said about Fife? He's going to do this every second or third week. He's going to score 130-plus yeah. and stick him in there. He's all. He's always a good captain's option. He obviously yeah. didn't start the year well, but... Um, I wouldn't pick him for many. I'd pick him for more one thirty pluses than any more scores in the sixties. So yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, just just lock him in. Um, if you don't have him, um, that sixty one will stay in his price rotation for next week. Yeah. So he will drop, but I mean, you really got to hope that he's going to score yeah. another low hundred for him to drop significantly. Yeah. And if you've got the cash, um, you could always go Rockliffe to five if you don't have him. Yep, exactly. Um, more about Rockcliffe later. Um, yeah. On to his teammate, Dane Zorko. He pumped out 148. Um, you're a Brizzies fan? Uh, oh, had... I loved it. I absolutely <laughs> loved it. I didn't have him in my side, but it was great to watch. Um, if you don't, like, coming off a suspension, this is, was his first game for the year. Um, if you do, you know, have an itchy finger with Barlow, um, Zorko's not a bad option. I think the more popular ones would be, you know, your holes or using a um, dual position link and getting Johannesson into your back line. But watch Zorko. He's, um, I think he's going to be a very good pick. Massive point of difference. Um, yeah. He's got potential to average 110 plus. Uh, 148 is just... He'll do that every now and then. He's definitely yeah. capable of the big scores. Um yeah. Yeah, if you if you do have that itchy yeah. figure on Barlow, then Zorko yeah. could be a very very good pickup and a point of difference. Yeah, he's unlikely to cop a tag as well with um, Rich in the side. He's difficult to tag as well as that, just because of his speed yeah. and the way he breaks the lines. Um, yeah, yeah, good. Uh, I reckon he's a very good pick. If you started with him, if you're not looking for ranking and you're yeah. looking for league wins, then it could look to be a genius move because, yeah, I mean round one call that a uh, you don't you don't play anyone in round one so um moving on sam mitchell 144 um overshadowed by gibson with 191 but 144 is a huge score they did get on west coast quite a bit um but and again i wouldn't be rushing him into your team um maybe a pod for rocky if he's out but um yeah yeah, just a a decent score i mean is the big thing with Sam Mitchell um, like that's why a lot of you guys, a lot of us would pick him um, but yeah once again no I, rush I don't Just, think he'll be a top 10 midfielder by the end of the year so yeah. I think you're safer yeah. going in with uh, I mean around his price he's got Luke Parker there and yeah. players like that um, he could be a very good point of difference for league wins um, he yeah. could be a very good selection but um, I wouldn't go rushing him into your team unless you've got yeah. an injury to a major premium, which none of us should. So, yeah. Um, dynamic forward Eddie Betts tore apart my um, Port Adelaide team, and uh, yeah, wasn't wasn't great to watch. I, I did have tears running down my face and uh, switched it off at about three quarter time. Um, that's being yeah. generous is about quarter time. Um, but yeah, he had 142. Ah, uh, he won't be doing this every week. He's he'd be struggling to score over a hundred every week. But you're right; these scores when you got him, if you get him, if yeah. you have him already. Yeah, if you have him, great. If you don't, move on. Yeah, I wouldn't. On. I wouldn't look too hard at him. Um, they did kick a very big 
score and they won't do that every week. Um, yeah. Still the second toughest draw in the AFL and yeah, I'd, I'd look elsewhere. Yeah. Um, his teammate, Scott Thompson, was um, he scored two points less than him at 140. Um, in the same boat as Sam Mitchell, he, he could come out with these massive scores. He's a good POD yeah. maybe, league player maybe. Um, he won't be a top 10. One. Um, I think with Patrick Dangerfield leaving, I think, you know, with the Crouch brothers, I think they're not quite up to it just yet. Um, I think Scott Thompson is probably the second most, I'd say, relevant or important midfielder at Adelaide. Behind Sloan? Yeah. Because um, I think, I mean, his history, like, you know, he hasn't shown that in the past couple of years, but before that, he's... Yeah, he was good last year. He um he came yeah. out uh, last year after missing quite a few games either early or midway through the season. Yeah. And he came out storming. He had a few 130s in there, a couple of yeah. hundred. And he's still a good player, but I yeah. think he's very um very prone to scoring below 80, unfortunately. Yeah. Um I wouldn't yeah. pick him. He's he is old. He might sustain injury. Um if you've got him in a league um, where you're looking to take home the flag, though, he's um, it could be a very good pick, very good parody. Yeah. Um, so who else have we got? Uh, next up is the rookie, Marcus oh. Adams. Oh my <laughs> god, what a performance! Um, yeah, 135. If you got him on your field like me, then this bloke is the uh, best, best, most loved player on your team. If you yeah. missed out on him, you'd um, you've had you'd have some hard feelings, but at least he's still in your team. If you don't have him, trade him, him in now, ASAP. Immediately. First very, trade. very soon. That is your first trade if you don't have him in. Yep, as soon as I announce lockout being over, you should have traded him in. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, what more can be said? Uh, you're not looking at 100 from every week, but this was just such an amazing performance. Yeah. Um, um, it had been his price cycle for a couple of weeks. He'll go up weeks. massively. Yeah, his break even's negative 149, guys. Um, same with uh, Tom Papley. Yep. Um, you need to get these two guys in immediately. Yep. If you don't have them, first trades. Yep, just correctional trades. Um, maybe an underperforming rookie like uh, Gresham. Uh, well, if you need to switch someone into your midfield. Um, yeah, I'll just do it as soon as possible. He's, They're both going to generate an, a, a lot of cash. Like You can't yeah. miss out on them. Um, yeah. If everyone else has them, you need to get them in. Yeah. Um, Richmond... Tiger Dusty, you said you took his VC score, 134. Yeah, I was very happy with that. Yep, bounced back from last week. Um, yeah, well, I mean, we expect this from Dusty every couple of weeks, so... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. premier forward in the competition. Um, yeah, pretty much just sitting there and watch him do work. Yeah. Um, on to a little bit of a sad news. We had players like Rich, oh, yeah. 38. His teammate Rocky with forty-eight. Um, yeah. Both of them in the match report yeah, were yeah. said to have sustained injury. Um, Rocky yeah. was a calf, which we knew about. Um, and Rich with a hamstring. Yeah, with a potential hamstring. Um, if either of them miss games, would you look at trading them? Um, uh, if they're both missing more than two or three, I'd be looking to trade one of them. Yep. More likely Rockliffe. Yep. Um, one week's fine. I can hold them. You can hold for one week the, if you've got the bench cover, which you should. With Marcus Adams. Um, with Marcus Adams or <laughs> even 
even if it means <coughs> I beg your pardon, even if it means playing Jake Gresham for a week, I think the trade is a lot more valuable. Yep, big time. Yeah. I mean hopefully Gresham bounces back anyways and scores a seventies yeah. or eighty or something. Um but yeah, I reckon keep them in if they're only missing yeah. one or maybe even two games. Anything more yeah. than that, you, you're going to have to trade them out. You can't trade, sit in yeah. there for too long. Yeah. Um, uh, trade options for them. For Rich and Rocky? Yeah, we'll, we'll start with Rich first. Uh, um, Johannesson's the biggest one. If you don't have yeah. Johannesson and you do have Rich and he's ruled out, that's the yeah, uh, the very first like trade me. I've been making. Yeah, that would be uh, yeah the wiser decision. Um else in defence could we look at? Um, um, there aren't many options. No one's really jumped out of the blocks. If you have the yeah. cash to go up to Laird, then that'll be yeah. a, a good trade. Um, I mean, even even Gibson's around that mark. Um, uh, Hooley as well. Definitely don't expect the 191, but if you've got the cash yeah. for him and you fancy him over someone like Hooley or yeah. someone around that mark, then he could be a good trading option. Um I just think if you've got jo- if you don't have Johannesson, then you you got to get him in. He's yeah. he's going to jump up in price. He plays I think it's his next seven games at Etihad Stadium or something stupid like that. Yeah, he's um, got that long Etihad run, and I yeah. think he's going to. Bulldogs are red hot. He's yeah. he's going to be scoring. Obviously not going to be scoring one twenty six every week, but anything in the nineties to hundreds is is good for fantastic. a defender. Yep. Um, uh, with Rocky, you're, I mean, if you don't have Luke Parker, Rocky to Luke Parker looks like it's going to be very popular. Yeah, um, that's the one I'm looking at as well. Or uh, worst case scenario, you swing him into the forward line and get Aaron Hall or swing him into the back line and get Johannesson yeah. if you've got the cover to do so. So, I mean, if you're seeing yeah. someone like Papley or Adams on your bench by force, then, yeah. I mean, it could free up a, a good option for you. So, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, any other midfield options if people don't want to swing him? I mean, I I like Parker a lot. He's come out yeah, firing yes. strong. Um, I was kind of disgusted that I didn't have him in my team uh, to start the season with. Um, a smoky for me. Um, I'd say Tom Mitchell is a good buddy at Sydney. I mean, he's always promised to be a you know a fantasy pick. Fantasy stud. I mean, every time he's yeah. played a full game, he seems to have churned out a massive score. Yeah. Um, I don't think Horace Longmire hates him anymore because there was definitely a lot of hate going yeah. on in his last couple of seasons. But yeah, if you can if you yeah. can afford Tom Mitchell, that's a very good smoky. Especially considering yeah. how popular um, his teammate Luke Parker will get. Yeah. Um, obviously, if you don't have Liberatore, which you should definitely. Um, Liberatore is a decent downgrade option. Yep. Um, Frees you up a lot of cash. There's not much on offer unless you're going up to maybe even Pendlebury. I mean, his break even is pretty high, but they call him to Pendlebury for a reason. Um, And his last game of 110 on Friday night wasn't a disaster. It's still a good score, and I'm pretty sure you can expect 115 average from Pendles. I mean, Magpies won't get smashed every week like they did in the first round, so... Yeah, Pendlebury's a very reliable option if you've got the cash to go up to him. Um, Moving past the uh, two Richmond boys, Barlow was so, so disappointing again. He's um, 
somehow managed to decrease his uh, average from 62 to 60.5. Um, oh, yeah. <clears throat> what, um, what can you really say about him? Um, he, was, he just played a lot of forward line. He was one of five Fremantle Dockers, two of which were Pavlich and Sanderlands, to not yeah. get a single possession in a defensive 50. Yeah. Um, that just goes to show that he's no longer a midfield in Ross Lyons' books. Only yeah. thing you can hope from him is that because they've started 0-2, that Ross Lyon will switch it up and put him into the midfield. Um, what are your thoughts on him? Um, I'm quite scared of Michael Barlow, especially because I've got Rich and Rockcliffe in my team. Um, because um, So after Saturday night, uh, I realised I had three problems in my team. Rich, Rockcliffe and Barlow. Um, obviously, Barlow's highly likely that he's going to play next week. So... I can't really get rid of him. Um, so I'm going to have to put up with another 60 if he does play up forward again. Um, but, you know, if you don't have, you know, Rich and Rockliffe in your team or you have just one of them and you want to trade Barlow, um, I'd be looking at, oh, there's, there's so much you can do, um, especially with, you know, the degrees of freedom you have with your DPPs. Um, uh, you can always go to... Zorko is going to be a fantastic selection. Um, if you don't, yeah, obviously if you don't have Aaron Hall, get on him. He's fantastic. I know Jordan, you want to keep him as a bit of a smoky. Yeah, um, let's uh, let's leave Aaron Hall alone. That's gone. <laughs> that's gone now. <laughs> He's playing too well to be a smoky. Um, yeah. Yeah, for for Barlow, the only. I mean, I'd look at Johannesson and I'd look at Hall, um, either via DPP or, I mean, obviously keep him in the forward line if you want Hall. I wouldn't really look at too many other things. I'd probably just stick with him. I mean, they're losing and obviously something's not going right. Hopefully the thing that's going wrong is Barlow playing in the forward line and Ross Lyon notices it and changes it up from next week. Um, Yeah, yeah, I'd back him into turn his season around. I mean, I'd, I'm at least willing to give him another two weeks to do so. Yeah. I but mean, it, this is all um, what happens with a lot of, you know, premiums that start bad. Usually, they, you know, they have a pretty average start to the season and, you know, maybe come the first month or, you know, the first even seven or eight weeks, they come good and you're going to regret trading them out. Yep. Um, well, Jack Noon's last year was a perfect example. And same with yeah. Carol Adagini. They both started... Very poorly, everyone traded them out, yeah. and they came home so, so very strong. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'd just hold on to Barlow, unless you're seriously missing Johannesson and, or Aaron Hall. Aaron um, Hall. Yeah, I'd hold on to him. I wouldn't try and trade him up, yeah. that's for sure. Um, classic, yeah, classic example of um, players not uh, holding on to their premiums, wasting trades, and then spending another trade to get them back in. Yeah, I agree. Um Dangerfield, very, very disappointing. Could not back up yeah. last week. Um, he had 40-something at quarter time, if I recall correctly. Uh, he was. He started off really strong, yeah. Um, I think he just got tagged out of the game. Yeah, which is... It's it's a little strange. I mean, he hasn't really... He's handled the tag all right in the past, but he obviously loves going head-to-head. Um, yeah. It's not concerning. I'm not going to trade him out. It's uh, one really, week. Everyone has a bad week. It's... I'll laugh at anyone that does trade him out because it'll make my ranking better. Um, keep yeah. Dangerfield. As with Pritis, um yeah. they just locked down on him a bit. Not really locked down, but they just sort of 
they respected him, which not many teams do, and they sort of just sat someone with him at all times. Um, yeah. He felt the pressure. West Coast felt the pressure. 79 score, it's not that bad. I mean, you yeah. keep him. Um, that's what we're going to say about most of these players. Heath Shaw is another example. Um, oh, only yeah, 74. He's going to be the number one defender, guys. Hold on to him. Yep, you paid 600k, but that only matters if he goes down and then gets injured or something. Um yeah, just hold on to him. Feel the um, the ups and downs. Good on anyone that didn't start with him because they'll be able to get him a bit cheaper. But yeah. if you did start with him, just hold on to him. Don't don't look back. Um, Selwood only scored seventy. Yeah, um, that's fine. Hold on to him. You know he does Geelong, start slow. Geelong got beaten. Yep, they got beaten, and it was uh, it's gonna happen. I mean, it's gonna happen. I mean, he's yeah. still hitting his straps. He didn't have a preseason. Yeah. Um, he did only score seventy, but he was looking really good at uh, quarter time as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, if you if you have him, hold him. If you don't have him, just be thankful he's going to drop in price sooner. So, yeah, um, would have five hundred k. Yeah, you're not going to complain. Exactly. Um, Chad Winger pulled out a fifty four. If you saw the score of that game, it explains why. Um, yeah. Port still have yeah. a very easy draw. I'd definitely hold on to him as well. Um, yeah. No point trading him. Um, Bartel only had 61. Um, yeah, if you have Bartel, I'd be worried. I'd also that's be worried because you... That's probably... Yeah. You, you got him knowing that he'd missed games, so yeah. you're really expecting him to score 100-plus most weeks, and... Yeah. He hasn't come out strongly. I'd I'd definitely be watching him. I wouldn't trade him yet, but, but I'd be I'd be watching very closely. Very, um, he's going to be prone to resting, being managed, general soreness, these sorts of things. Yeah. Tend to kick, <laughs> tend to kick in in the middle of the season. Yep. Um. Elliot Yo for West Coast scored forty. Um. In the preseason, we did talk about his ability to uh, score very high and very low um, like a yo-yo um, yeah I just yeah. a 40 you've really got to put it in your review mirror and just look forward and hope he scores a big next week yeah. um, and keep in mind you know last week uh, West Coast uh, beat Brisbane quite thoroughly and today the reverse happened so it's, it's there's an explanation for it and I don't think West Coast are going to be beaten too many times this season. Well, they're not going to verse every week, so I reckon yeah. you can back in Yo to uh, to definitely improve at on that 40. At least 80, 80 to 85s. Yeah. And you'd be relatively happy with that. Yeah, definitely. Um, those were the main disappointments for the week. Yeah. Um, they were definitely the most popular. I was a victim of far too many, to be honest. Um, yeah. Although, yeah. the upside was the, uh, the rookies, and... Yeah. Starting with Adams, we've spoken about him. Uh, just, just amazing. Um, I actually watched that game, and Adams looked like yep. he played two hundred games. He was just outstanding. Um, he did even yep. he played a bit of a lockdown role on um, one of the key forwards, but still just took marks, took the game on. Um, just a, a, an awesome extractor through their um, their defence at the moment, and they actually find him the ball. They pass it through him, um, and he's got a great leg on him. I. Adams yeah. should be on your field most weeks, I reckon. Yeah, yeah. At least until you get him out. Yeah, definitely. Upgrading, but he looks solid for now. 
Um, the bloke that I'm trading in this week, Ben Kennedy, um, you fielded yeah. him. Yeah, finally. Um, did you did you catch that game? I, I only caught maybe a quarter or two because that's when the showdown was on and I was mainly yeah. just crying yeah, over that. The, yeah, um, I was on the showdown as well. Um, he did, however, what I did see, um, he did kick a couple of nice running goals, um, one of which yeah. Melbourne needed to put them in front, I believe, although they did end up yeah. losing. Um he just looks like he finds the ball a lot. Um, yeah. He he gets on the run. He's he's quick. He's got very quick legs. Um, yeah. he's, he's an integral part of that midfield. I um, agree. I reckon he'll definitely stay in that team and continue to score um, up in the high eighties and above. Yeah, he'll, he'll, I wouldn't say he'd be a keeper by any stretch, but he's definitely an excellent selection. Yep, he's good to just place on your field and not have to worry about Greshams or Hewitts or Dunkleys or Dunk, yeah, yeah, those sort of players. So he's a, he's a very safe player to put on the field. Um, yeah, Papley, yeah, oh, back to back weeks. In. I haven't fielded the bloke, but he's definitely going to be on the field next week. Yeah, get him in. There's um, get him in. Put him on. There's not much we need to say about him. He scored 109. Yeah. He was absolutely amazing. He actually looks like a genuine gun. He finds the footy himself. Um, yeah. He takes marks, he, he tackles, he runs, he does everything. He's, yeah. I don't know where they found this kid. Yeah. They were saying um, during the game that they literally used the last cent in their salary cap to, to lock him in. Like, he was their very last player on the list. And, oh, um, what, a, what a find. He's already paid him back, so amazing yeah. player. Um, yeah, get him in if you don't have him. If you do, definitely begin fielding him over the players like Menadu and such, which I fielded yeah. over him this week. I mean, I'm... Look, I wouldn't do it over Barlow, but, you know, over a manager. <laughs> he's close to Barlow. Yeah, he's close. I think one more week and Papley's on yep. for Barlow. Bench Barlow. Yeah. Get, let him get 60s off the bench and put Papley on for a decent ton. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, yeah, well, next is uh, Sam Carriage, who... You should have. You should definitely have. If you don't, um, get him in. He's the number one pick player in Supercoach. Yep, definitely. So yeah. we'll, we're talking to a very small audience here, so we won't talk long. Um... 106 this week. Yep, put him Solid. on the field, get him in. If you don't have him, yep, done. Yeah. Um, players that bounce back, Matty D scored 87 after his first week of, I think, 61. Um, yeah. I had him on the field. I enjoyed the 87. It was yeah. in a win, but yeah. um, he did look very good coming off their half-back flank. Yeah. He, yeah. Um, I think that, that's his role, and he played it. <laughs> Yep, agreed. Um, the other two Essendon boys who bounced back in the win was, um, I'm not going to pretend to pronounce his name, but Tipper. Um, Anthony McDonald Tipper. Tipper. Yep, I that's one. I, I love saying that name. It's All right, go again then. What was it? Um, he got 84 this week. Um, he's not going to get that every week. That's probably a once-off, maybe once every two or three games, and in a win. But um, I was fortunate enough to field him this week. Um. Yeah, it was good. Um, if you don't have him, get him in. Every, everyone really support. should. I mean, he's he's 102k. So yeah, yeah, just he's in 50, yeah, he's in 50 percent of teams. You should have him already. There um, you go. Um, he did look brilliant. Um, he was an option all through there. Um, he pretty much just ran through the center square when they were transitioning into offense. Um, yeah, and he was just a really good link-up player. He used the ball well yeah. by foot. Um. Mitch Brown scored seventy two, which is impressive. Um, good to see he bounced back. More than yeah, that's probably a bit, that's probably his ceiling. 
Yeah, I'd say um, he's capable of scoring 80, but 72 is a, a yeah. good score for him. Yeah, and the thing is, you know, you really shouldn't be putting him on your field. Is there more for your job security, let's say someone like Hartley or, you know, Tipper um, doesn't get named? Mitch Brown's probably the one with the greatest job security, and yeah. that's what he's really there for. He's not there to score you points. He's there to, you know, make and he, a bit of cash. And yeah. It's like, it's insurance, basically. Exactly. Um, yeah, I, I didn't field him or Tipper this week, but D and Adams, Adams yeah. outscored them both, so I was I was pretty lucky in that instance. Um, so, yeah, a really good week for rookies after such a poor week for premiums. Um, yeah. Recommended trades, I'd definitely say Papley, um, if you yeah. don't have him. Adams, which most would, if you don't have him, definitely get him in. Um Kennedy, definitely. Yes, definitely to Kennedy, which I've already done. Um, as far as anyone else is concerned, there weren't any real injuries. You don't need to... Yeah. You don't really ever trade someone out for form. Um, yeah. But Johannesson will definitely jump very yeah. quickly in price. Same with Aaron Hall. Um, if you've missed either of them and you've got an itchy finger, you've got someone that you um that's in a serious form slump like Barlow or Rocky. Um, they're the two players that you've got to look at. Um, yeah. And Luke Parker. Luke Parker's in the same boat. He's yeah. had two blinders in a row. Um, yeah. So, yeah, they're the only trades I'd really think of doing, yeah. those four uh, players. I worry too much about uh, two of the more expensive uh, rookies, Jacob Weedering or Callum Mills. If you, if you have them, that's fantastic. But if you don't, it's no real rush to get them in. You're not going to lose too much. They're already priced heavily. Um, they're not really going to burn you on the other side. Um, yeah. They're, they're I mean, not going to receive yeah. as much of a price range as we would hope, the players that that do own him. Um, yeah. So, yeah, just just let them be. Um, yeah. Look at Papley. I mean, if you did want one um, around that price point, I'd be looking at Darcy Parrish. Yeah, He's big done time. A lot better than um, Callum Mills and Jacob Weedering, and I think his, uh, I think his ceiling is a lot higher. Um, his first two rounds, of, uh, first two games, sorry, have been a 97 and a 69. Well, the 97 obviously came in a win, but um, his break-even for this week is a solid negative 48. Which is better than both Adams yeah. and Weedering, yeah. I would expect. Yeah. I mean, Mills and Weedering. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, Parrish is he's really burst out the blocks. He's got a very small frame, so he's... And not not an all year proposition, but he does yeah. look like he'll generate some he'll very quick cash. Buys. He'll get you to the buys at least. Yeah, and that's what you need from your expensive rookies. Yeah. Um, now trades I've seen floating around are yeah. Heathshaw, which we don't even need to say anything about. You hold Shaw, um, Barlow as well, which I'd recommend holding. But if yeah. you don't have Johannesson or Hall, and you do have that itchy finger, then it's, it's he- not a bad trade. It's- He's not the worst one to trade up, but I would recommend holding him. Um, yeah. Trades are more valuable than that. Um, he should come good. Uh, also, waiting on the news regarding Rocky and Rich, their potential trade options, but I wouldn't yeah. trade them unless um, they're missing more than two yeah. games. Also, on that note, um, have a look out for Ben Keys. Um, word just got in that uh, in the kneeful, he got, I think it was 39 touches. Wow. So, um, he could be one if... Uh, one of Broccoli or Rich yeah. end up missing. Yep. If either of them miss out, then yeah, he's uh, he's definitely one that could slot straight into that team. And he's he's a gun young player, so yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, definitely look out for him at a, a low price point. Um, 
Well, yeah, that um, that pretty much wraps it up. It's it's not an extremely long podcast this week. Um, yeah. Yeah, we're just blessed with rookies and the premiums are making us, as yeah. we say, pull our hair out. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Um, we'll catch you next week, this time next yeah. week. Um, make sure you tune in to our Friday morning podcast when the uh, after the teams are revealed. Um, yeah. Yeah, have a good week, everyone.